Good afternoon. Welcome to Small Council Podcast on Brooklyn Rebound Network. It is afternoon for everyone. Even if it's not for you, pretend it is, because I'm the king. What I say is law. It's king of the pod, Drew, your boy. I'm still your boy, even though I am king. And I still have my hand of the king of the pod over on my left hand today. And that's young Eric over here, young E-Nam. Yeah, yeah, it's your boy, uh, king of the south. Well, no, that's, that's not true, young e <laughs> You're not the king of the south. You're a hand of the king, for now at least. You've right, really right, been, right, right, right. really been skating on some pretty thin ice lately, I don't know. I have no idea to what you refer. Hmm. Well, anyway, we're going to talk uh, the Queen's Justice, which was... The title of last night's Game Ooh. of Thrones episode, season seven. My baby girl kicking up. If you're new to this show, my hand, uh, even though you know his allegiance, of course, is always to me in, in the real world, but ah, yes. on TV shows, you know, on HBO, he goes for Queen Cersei. Yes, the best and most complex character in the show. Mm-hmm. Also, currently winning. Well, we'll get into all that, but have you gotten your I Heart Cersei tattoo yet? I, it's just her face across my back. It's Selena Hetty's face. All right. It's filled in. You get some shading still. Yeah, yeah. I need to work on her makeup, but uh, the shape is there. All right. We'll see how that progresses. Also with us in the small council today, back for the second time, my master of ships, Chris Greyjoy. In What's, the up? What's up? I'm back. I made it for her. Uh, I was asked back, so I'm happy <laughs> about that. What's right? Well, well, the reason was because... You did promise me to give me a gift, if I recall, from last episode. Didn't you say, like, I'll be back with a gift for you? Oh, right, to prove uh, your loyalty. We didn't, we didn't edit that part out. <laughs> uh, we may have, but I still recall it. And I'm uh, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be extra good if we just wait one more hmm. extra good gift next time. Okay, well, stringing it along there, kind of like Cersei's stringing along here on Greyjoy. Well, also, uh, no master of coin today. Ladyfinger was, as I have mentioned last time, sent out on her mission. I said live on the podcast last week that I was sending her to, her to treat out in Casterly Rock out west. I think we, we determined that's in Colorado, but um, that was actually a ruse by me. I wanted my enemies to think that's where she was going. Oh, yeah? I can reveal now. She's actually going out to High Garden to get all that money. So oh, oof. my plan Smart. is, you know, she'll go out there. She'll get the, the money they got out there. Bring it back here to the council, to the cube, and uh, maybe we can build those ships for you, Chris Greyjoy. And then Sounds you can really uh, take my enemies down. Sounds good. A little boat party first? Boat party? I think we can, money? I think yeah. we could definitely have money for a boat party, yeah. We got red solo cups. That's on budget. So. Yeah. Well, that was a action-packed episode yesterday. I mean, there wasn't really much in the way of, like, fighting action, because the Really, just one scene of that, which was kind of uh, subverted, but um, action-packed was with... like, uh, super clever, too. Uh, but action-packed with meetups, like we like. Yeah, a lot of, lot of like, personalities clashing that we've been That's waiting right. to see interact for, like, a really long time. A couple one-on-ones, a couple king-on-queens. Oof. Uh, I don't know where you guys want to start. I'll start anywhere. You want to start with that 20-minute, just, like banter session at the beginning all right i guess we'll start where the episode began then so well first of all was the first shot of the episode john and davos coming up on shore and meeting Tyrion. that was that was first right yeah yeah, yeah in a robo gendry style right right well still no gendry action yet no I, gendry. I think he's gonna come i know he's gonna come because they, they leaked pictures of him on set so he's coming but not it, this it episode happen. but first of all with davos and Tyrion, i feel like davos sh- shouldn't be like fuck you man you like murdered my Basically, you're almost directly responsible for the death of my son. Tyrion? Yeah. yeah oh, the wildfire. Uh, Fuck. I mean, it was war, you know, it's not the same as, like, what Melisandre did, but... They kind of addressed it, too, but they didn't Yeah, really they mentioned Battle of Blackwater, but... <laughs> I thought Dallas would be more salty at him, but I don't know. I guess he's just being pragmatic. Yeah, he's he, he's an old man. It's It was over for him. This is, like, his second life. Yeah. But then, so, Tyrion and Jon got their little, like... What's up, bastard? What's up, uh, short bastard? I see you, baby boy. <laughs> and then uh, they do a little, uh, I don't know, was this dragon thing planned, you think? Was, was Danny like, all right, uh, whichever dragon that was, I want you to go jump out at them, you know, when they're not expecting it to, to show you his boss? Or was it just flying around and then, you know what I'm talking about? There. Yeah, it'd be hard to say 
because she never mentions just like ah, I sent the dragon to scare him. Like they they, yeah. they don't do any like side eye about it. Well, or it wouldn't be really. Also, I was wondering was I couldn't really tell what dragon that was. Like I I didn't think it was the main one. Yeah, I think it was Viserion. So well, thoughts on maybe if it was Rhaegar? That's what I was gonna oh, get okay. into because that would be the one that's like named after Rhaegar, which is John's father. Yeah. Oh yeah. Little connection. Yeah. Yeah, so. Also, yeah, showrunner is like clearly, clearly hammering R plus L equals J right now. Yeah, and I don't know about this, um, the dragons. Well, like I said, I couldn't tell which one it was. Like I, I, they're supposed to be all different color, but I, I feel like the the CGI and the dragons can't really do that. that right, well. they're like red, green, and black, but like but really, they're all it's like just black, like, really. They're all really yeah, <laughs> brown. And they're so, brown, they're so yeah. fast. Yeah, it is very fast. And uh, I mean, is this also foreshadowing that? I mean, the dragon, I mean, John hit the deck when that dragon came, you know. Mm. Well, and right before would, it showed up, he, he, like, literally said, I'm not a Stark. And then, <laughs> oh, when the dragon came, look at him and make that connection. But I assume we're going to see him actually doing more stuff with the dragons later in the season. He's for sure going to ride a dragon. It's going to look so cool. Do you think he's even going to do that this season, or is that, like, a season No, it'll be a joy. Yeah, it'll be at the end. Okay. The very end? Last episode? Yeah, I don't know, hair flowing. Know. It's going to look Oof. good. It's gonna do the little fist raise thing. Also, that like little walkway that came up, I feel like that that just got installed recently on Dragonstone. We didn't mm. see this thing before. That's <laughs> more CGI budget that location scout or whatever. If that's a real location, maybe. But um, well, before the Danny John meet up in the council room, or no, I guess the the throne room, they cut over to the spider and Melisandre having a little quick chat, mm. and then um. He's like, I thought it was your man down there. What What are you doing hiding up here? Oh, I, I killed a little girl, so I can't go meet yeah. him. And she's like, I made uh, mistakes, yeah. you know, some of my mistakes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like killing a girl. Also, I uh, shouldn't really stick. Uh, like, my plan for her last week, I outlined it for her. I was like, just pop off that necklace. Mm. Do your old girl thing. Come in disguise, and then, yeah. And, you know, no one's going to know. But she, she was like, I'm just going to get out of here. I'm heading to Essos. Yup, yup, she's going to Volantis. Right, and but then she's like, I'll be back, though, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, common trope in, like, fantasy fiction. Like, the like she is going to bring a foreign army from Essos really? over to help them, like, at the end. That will happen. But how is she going to get an army? Well, at dawn on the third day, they're going to look to the east, and there Melisandre will be. Um, no, I don't know. Like, she's really good at, like, telling Kang, just like, hey, this matters more than anything you got going on. Let's make this happen. I mean, I guess there's more red women and people in Volantis, because that's where they saw that other one last season, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Or yeah. I guess she came from Volantis to Marine, where they were, but... Well, she also s- says something about, like, uh, you're gonna... D- I'm gonna die in Westeros, so are you, Varys. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Well, she can see the future, right? I think she was just taking a jab at him. <laughs> you're gonna it's... die here. I mean, he probably uh, will. Like, why is he gonna leave in Westeros anyway? Right. Die of old age here. Not likely in this story, but... No, I... Even old people don't die of old age. We'll cut, talk about that word. later, but... I am super willing to just, like, believe that she... Her magical ability to see the future, like, she knows how it end, how it plays out for at least herself and one other character. And she did say back in the... A couple of seasons back when she met Arya, she's like... She said, we'll meet again, I think, to yeah. Arya. So maybe just come back to meet her. Or they might just forget about that, but... I don't know. I feel like we're not going to see her again this season, right? She's, like, hitting the sideline for uh, season seven, see you in season eight type of thing. Yeah, I I buy that. Yeah, I, I don't see. I'm, I don't think we're going to go over to Essos at all. You know, can't, the camera's not going over there. No, no. No, there's no time. Yeah. Too much has to happen right. in Westeros. Only four more episodes now. It's crazy. Fuck. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the main event. That was the uh, undercard there. Little spider, red woman. But now we got... King in the well, we got long titles on Daenerys there. That was so cute. Well, so <laughs> why don't you hit me with some long? You don't introduce me with any long titles, Lord Hand. What the hell? This yeah. is. I was getting jealous over there watching. This, this is episode. Pod Drew. He's the king of the pod. Oh, yeah, but I, I'm that's, not like, that's perfect. That's it. You agree it's, that's perfect, Chris Craig? Well, I don't know about you this. You don't want too much, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. We're the plucky underdogs. I get to do the cute thing. Yeah. Okay. So the cute thing is just what Davos did. Yeah. Okay. It was it was adorable. It was. I agree. Uh, so two out of three say it was cute. Okay. Well, I guess I have to listen. To <laughs> Wanted to get a lady finger on the horn to t- break this tie, but no, I guess I guess it moves. All right. So I'm just the king of the pod, and John is just the king in the north. 
Should I be the king in the pod since he oil it? The king in the pod. Because I'm in the pod right now. That's what people are listening to this in their earphone. Mm. Mm, nah, that's forcing it. I guess either or. Because you could be king in the pod, and then when you're not in the pod, you're king of the pod. Maybe that's how I can add at least one extra title on there. I'm the king of the pod and the king in the pod. Okay. No, yeah, whatever you the want. breaker of chains or whatever. <laughs> All right. Do it. So, what did you guys think of this whole... I mean, this was pretty long, like, probably like seven, eight minutes in here, right? Right. Um, it did a really good job of setting up just, like... Everything that they're going to be bartering for with all the arguments that they're going to be having when they do eventually strike this alliance that we know that they're going to, it got all of that out. They both emptied their hand on the first round. Well, not quite, because Davos was, like, unloading everything. Davos didn't say John literally came back to life. But he's yeah. going to, and then and then John's like, nah, son. Why? But though? also, have a PTSD, conversation. Dog. Dude, John has got to be... Like, I'd give John some king advice over here. John is bad at, le- like, John he's is like, bad at being a king. He's good at fighting. He's yeah. good at, like, being, like, and being the savior guy. And what does Tyrion say later? You're good at uh, brooding over a cliffside over. <laughs> right. But, John, king in the north, I got some king advice for you. Like, for example, if I don't want something to come up on this podcast right now, I'm going to talk to Chris Greyjoy and Lord Hand beforehand, be like, mm-hmm. let's not bring this up, or let's bring this up. You have a conversation with your people before you're, like, on the spot here. Already you're fucking up with Sansa talking back to you in front of everyone. Now tell Davos, like, have a, a fucking pre... Well, you're on a ship for probably two weeks or whatever. They don't show it, obviously, but I don't know how long it takes them to get there. But, like, have a little pre-meeting to meeting the Daenerys there. Be like, right. Do you talk about this, bullet point, bullet point, X through talking about resurrection. But that being said, why does he want... Why do you guys think he doesn't want I'm really not sure. It, I mean, he could just like straight up be PTSD. Um, he like just like I said, reek over here. That was that was a a big question. I was still wondering about. I don't know. I think maybe it was just a trust thing. Like maybe don't bring it up just yet. Like let's wait. Like let's get a room first. People already aren't gonna believe the thing that he has to say about yeah. the enemy to the north. Like That's why would I was then say it's like oh I also died and literally came back to yeah. life. This that's, thing that you know uh, is impossible. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. If that's the only thing I could really think of for why, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. But Tyrion, he made a couple of mentions of that year, like the in the Night's Watch or whatever. He should just straight up ask him, like, how are you? How did you get out of your Night's Watch vows or what's up with that? Right. Maybe he didn't want to because he's like he wants this to be his ally, so maybe he didn't want to like force this issue. But he definitely was thinking about that. And then later we see Danny did like pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, asked Tyrion, like, what was that about that he said, like... Well, we'll have to forgive them their flights of fancy. Yeah. Yeah, that whole exchange, it didn't feel like 20 minutes, which I guess is good, because it was, like, literally a third of the episode. It worked for me, like, super effective, like, hey, uh, I really need you guys to help me with this huge problem that I have. And she was just acting as if she knew only the things that she knew, which characters on the show lately have not been good at doing. The internal logic doesn't always flow. But she was, like, very good at being like, I mean, no, I'm, I'm coming here to conquer this content. A, I don't believe you. And B, like, why would I do that? But now she does need him because my, my girl beat her ass. So now she does need John. So there's going to be a second negotiation. There's going to be, like, different terms set. Uh, and it may work out, like, much closer to what viewers were expecting. I thought it was a really good job of, like, obfuscating, like, what is definitely going to happen instead of just rushing into it like they have with other negotiations. And that's a good point. You're saying that, like, she's acting like only what she should know, not right. what the Watcher knows. But, but like, me as the Watcher with this episode, I'm, like, getting annoyed at Danny Because of that, though, I'm like, shut up, you know, just, like, because you know John's right, and that's right. a real threat. But, like, she doesn't, obviously doesn't know that. Like, Taryn maybe says a little bit, too, you know, why would... You're just coming in here being like, I'm not bending the knee, but I do need your help to kill these undead army. Like, oh, yeah, it's pretty, like... Right. It's a big ask for... Uh, Danny here just coming over yeah they, they both came they both came to the table demanding everything or asking and or demanding everything yeah. and no one's made a concession yet and then obviously John gets his dragon glass or whatever well Danny did say I will uh, ask your forgiveness for what my father did to your relatives and whatever right right there was a they made a big point of oh yeah these these children that are now in charge of everything they are not their fathers so like all the family traits especially like the other than John the like start dumb adherence to like this is the capital our right thing to do other than john like all of these characters are totally different from their fathers and the family traits that we have i just said that that we know of so far i mean we don't know that 
what we know about the Mad King is really only what people talk about, but we haven't seen it. Totally, but like Danny, so, like literally ended slavery in yeah. in Slavers Bay. Uh, Sansa's whole thing is that she took the lessons that she learned from Cersei, who was much better at playing the game. Cersei and Littlefinger, who were much better at playing the game than her father, and took them back up north. <laughs> Jamie and Cersei are really good at winning right now, but they don't. They they have not planned ahead the way that Tywin always did. Stuff like that. They kind of made a connection, though, somewhat. Jon Snow to Ned Stark, like kind of the. Where he mentions, you know, nobody coming down south really has good fortune in my family. Right. He kind of talks about Ned Stark as his father. Which, uh, obviously, I think well, so. Yeah, is, uh... but, he, but he's not a true Stark, but he kind of sees himself as one. Um, I was thinking there might be some sort of metamorphosis as he's down there to more of a Targaryen, or at least like a split Stark-Targaryen right. type thing. But right now, he's very Stark. Totally. Uh, super well-observed. He is the last character for which, like, the family name is a trait that you can, like, identify. Yeah. But also, why didn't he change his name to Stark when he be- be- got cr- uh, crowned king in the north? Like, one of the people, like, the Mormons and whoever, like, wanted him to just be called John Stark now, instead of John Snow. He's too humble for that. Back then, he yes. didn't want me. Alright, that's fair. Yeah. They it's do. too good they of do a guy. Alright, well, so, I mean, we do think, I don't think he's gonna find out about it what's going on until season 8 even though the audience obviously knows by now and other characters are going to learn it this season I think like Sam is going to find out this season mm-hmm. I think it's Bran obviously a, knows yeah Bran is Bran probably going to be the one to tell him Bran might tell Sansa as well I mean if Sansa ever wants to have a conversation with him again that Oof. is but uh, we could get to that too but yeah I don't think he's going to pers- him or Danny I don't think are going to find out until maybe next season or maybe the, the last episode of the season I don't know what else is happening on Dragons? Well, I guess we'll get into it. So, like, Varys comes in, and he's like, quick sec over here. Uh, we got <laughs> problems. Pause whatever the fuck you're doing. <laughs> I need to talk to you. Uh, yeah. And John's like, am I a prisoner? And she's like, uh, I'm not yes, but not, kind of, but not really. I haven't decided. But they do take it You away. can't go, but you're not a prisoner. Right. So then, obviously, the news was that Euron came in and and wrecked house, um, kind of like his namesake, Chris Greyjoy, is going to do for me soon when I get those ships built. Woof. But, and, uh, yeah, that's what happened there, and uh, she's not happy about that. She wants to go, her being Danny, wants to hop on Drogon and go find his ships. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just off. burn all those ships. But I do think her counsel was right here to, to advise her that that's a bad idea. Well, of course, of course it's a shit idea, and you know how I know that, because it's a really fucking obviously shit idea. Shout out to 28 Days Later. Yeah, also, uh, another podcast, this is not my observation, uh, They the show did, like, a, a, like made it super obvious right then. Just like, oh, well, you shouldn't be riding these dragons into battle, you're too important. If only there was someone around here who could ride these dragons into battle. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, another podcast, there are no other Game of Thrones podcasts. There are no other Game of Thrones podcasts. Certainly yeah, none that I played some fancy. I reported all of them, they all got deleted, so. Okay, well done. That's good. Was that the gift? Yes. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna tell I mean, you. I still that. want this other double secret gift you promised, but that's uh, a good start. That was, I'll have to think of something else then. <laughs> Alright, well, I was about to say. Oh, so that is an interesting issue with the Dragon Cell, because like, they're essentially like atomic bombs or whatever, like nuclear weapons in this world, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's a good point. Like, they, they can't be controlled that easily, so they are a good thing, but Danny, as we, as so far, is the only one that can control one of them. Right. The other two, maybe she could direct them kind of, but they pretty much do their own thing for the most part, I think, so. When the fleet from Astapor or whatever yeah, they came did, to Marine, they like, did burn they, the, those ships They in, were in all Marine. three on that. They, but, I mean, they were pretty much doing it indiscriminately, like, well, think about it this way, like, Danny didn't have her people out in the field fighting. Her and the dragons just all attacked the ships. Mm-hmm. Well, there could have been plenty of collateral damage there if there was a, not enemies there. Oh, totally. So, like, if it's a battle between in two armies in Westeros, Who's to say that the dragons are gonna know that, like, at least the one she's not controlling directly by riding it? Who's to say that they're not just gonna fire on both sides, you know? Right. Also, for all that she's constantly saying, I mean, motherfucker, I have dragons. It is a superpower that she's super reticent to unleash. Like, she's not going to burn King's Landing to the ground, uh, which she should. She's been trying to do it the other way because she knows, oh, dragons, the devastation, not great. I mean, will she learn now? Because then we, we see, uh, we'll get to it, but we see later that the rest of her fleet is pretty much done for, too, I think. Mm. So. But before we get there, let's talk to your girl, Cersei. My baby girl. 
So, Euron comes with his gift, and that's Ilaria Sand and daughter, for a little revenge time. Yup, yup. He's strutting. I liked how he rode his horse into the throne room, kind of like, reminded me of Tywin back in the day. That's the only other person I noticed. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, well, he's not giving up Yara, I guess she doesn't care about Well, him. no, he needs her around yeah. to admit that, like, being cheered on by the crowd is making him super hard right now. Yeah. And uh, he's still talking about little Theon, which is kind of funny. Mm. But, so Cersei turns him down, which I'm sure you're happy about that. Not doesn't turn him down, but says, like, after the war is done, you'll get what you oh, want. promise that she will not honor. Exactly. So yeah, that's a good one. has got to be like, fuck this, man. Marry me now, or the ships are, are right. out of here. But uh, for show purposes, I'm not going to do that. Fine. This conversation with Jamie after that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. Yeah, what did he say? I couldn't even understand him completely. What was he saying? I know I, I got the gist of it, but like, what was he saying specifically? Uh, like something asking how you know how she likes it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Finger in the bum. Okay, that's okay. That's the line I missed. Maybe. <laughs> but Euron doesn't get any from her, obviously. Right. Jamie does, which is always hard to watch. Now, I mean, come on, Jamie, wake the fuck up. Is it? Like they're in love. They shouldn't be though. I hate it. No. But before that happens, well, what gets her all worked up is getting murder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's a slow murder. So we, I didn't know exactly what was gonna happen. I was like, is Frank and Mountains probably gonna get in here and mix it up in a bad way? But which didn't happen. I guess he's still busy attending uh, to that that Septa from last season. Mm. So she's keeping her alive. She said. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I haven't like I'm in a death pool. For this, for Game of Thrones? Yeah, I like, you can only pick each character twice. I picked her in the very first week, and I've been, like, hesitating to, to drop her in each week. Who? Um, Elena. Or Septon Elena. Oh. You, you picked Unilla. her in the first week? I, I did. I expected so to see... So you have to pick who won't die? Yeah, it's like five people okay. you pick who do like die. Like survival pool? Right. Yeah. Okay. It's the re- reverse survival pool. Characters who will die. Survivor in the uh, sense that you can't repeat picks. Right. Correct. Okay. That's I a weird... I keep waiting choice. to see her die. But it's just not happening. But your girl said she's purposely giving her life, so why do you think she she would die? I mean, I feel like we can't not get payoff on that. Well, yeah, maybe they'll cut to it one time, but I I wouldn't expect it. You know, I I expect if we do, it's going to be her just in some, you know, messed up state. Yeah. But what Cersei does do for the revenge here is pretty good. And, like, I don't really feel sorry for these characters because they did kill her daughter, who was completely innocent. Oh, totally. And it was, Alaria is just an idiot. Like, that was such a, a bad decision on her part to do that. And, yeah, I mean, like, Cersei used the same. I mean, that's fitting, using the same poison. Yeah, well, and the Sand Snakes are, like, bizarro Cersei, where, like, in a super exaggerated way, they keep winning battles that are right in front of them in a way that, like, ensures that they will lose the war. The way that, like, Cersei has been going about very slowly, but also just, like, never stops winning for now. They just, like get what they want immediately the stupidest way possible over and over again. And then, yeah, you get murdered in front of your mom because that, that makes sense to me. Do you think that's just going to go smoothly and she's just going to die like that? Oh, yeah, the Dorn sewer line's done. Yeah. They're, 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 like, they're not, at a point with only, right? like, four plus eight episodes left yeah. where they're having, well, they have to excise plot lines. So Cersei yeah. says she's keeping Ilaria alive as well. And also, like... They're supposed to be poison people. Like, have, like, a cyanide caps on your mouth or something. Commit, she, they should have committed suicide somehow before they're getting to this point. Well, she knew when they got captured uh, last episode, kill us, kill us, kill us. Right. But they should have, you know, they should have already been yeah. prepared for something like this. She had the blades poisoned, whatever. But theoretically, though, Laria could live if, yeah, her daughter's fucked, it would seem. But let's say, like, Cersei does get overtaken. She's purposely keeping her alive. So if she does get overtaken and someone's takes the castle right that's their president now they could let her out or whatever like if Danny could take the castle and theoretically take Alari yeah. out of there she's not gone forever but, but she, she probably is though yeah. I, I don't know if we'll see her again but then so like I said that's what gets Cersei uh, going so you know that's how you have to get your girl going uh, Lord Hand you're prepared for this I'm, sort of I'm thing. good with murder alright well so that happens I don't know I think that, it looks like a body double or something with this uh, that wasn't really Lena uh, Heady, right? I'm pretty sure uh, that's a body double. Yeah. That's... She, she got the no claws, the claws out. That's correct. And the contract there. So, anyway, so what was the point, anyway? I guess, whatever. It's HBO. Yeah, they got they got a quota. But they, they really didn't do as much nudity and sex scenes in the past season or two. And they started to do it more this season, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. What happens then? So, wasn't there... Oh, the transition to then is that 
she's talking to. Oh, well, first, I want to say, she, uh, Cersei's not dumb, necessarily. She makes some dumb decisions from time to time, but she's certainly getting overly hubristic, in my opinion. Oh, totally. With letting people see her and Jamie together, like the handmaids and whatever. It's really not smart, right? Right. That's not going to go well. Yeah. yeah. But, so fine, that happened. And then she's meeting up with the Iron Banger over here. So, something interesting from this I want to talk about, but just overall, what, what do you guys think about the Iron Bank throwing back down, apparently, it seems, with Cersei instead of Danny? Right. Super convenient, obviously. It made sense. Also, she promised them, like, that they she would, like, start paying them off again mm-hmm. in two weeks, and then at the end of the episode, like, spoiler alert, they have all the Golden High Garden now. Yeah. Yeah. Which, will they hold on to that? We'll see. We're dubious, but... Well, I'll talk about what I wanted to mention then. Yeah. Because it kind of goes with what the guy says, why they might be backing her. Or Cersei brings it up about the slave trade. So this is kind of a retcon by the show because it, it makes sense if we didn't know anything about Bravos, the city, and it's just like, oh, the bank probably has... They have money all over the world. They probably had a lot of money in the slave trade, which is huge in Esso. So Danny fucked that up. That's why it's bad for them. But they would never... Yeah. But... With Bravos, and I think they did mention this on the show. It's a bigger thing in the books, but I think they did talk about it in the show. Like the city of Bravos was founded by a big, well, by former slaves. They're like very anti-slave over there, so right. they would be on Danny's. It's side. literally called the Free City of Bravos. Right. I mean, that doesn't really technically mean anything because there's a lot of places called the Free City that have slavery. It's just like I think that means free from having a monarch. Oh. I thought, oh, I thought it literally meant, like... No, because, like, there's a bunch of cities that are called, like, the free cities, but well, a lot of them have slavery, but not Bravo, so... Gotcha. But anyway, that's why I, That seems, like, like I said, like, a complete retcon by the show to make something more convenient. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously it is not that way in the book. Yeah, but if it was just the book, fine, but I'm pretty sure they did talk about it in the show as well. That, that's why I'm calling it a retcon. Like, when Ari was in Bravo, they learned about that, I think. Right. I think this could be another one of those things, too, where... It might not factor in so much, but it's one of those things that builds tension. Like, Cersei has this advantage, and it's going to be that much more difficult for Danny to beat her for this reason. And it's just, I don't think it's going to play in too much, but it's going to be, you know, just a small piece. Well, let's get to that then. So, Cersei right now is on top in this war. Danny been taking them L's, like, left and right since she popped over to Westeros. Right. So we got Tyrion's whole scheme here, and uh, Tyrion's reminded me of like I don't know you guys are, are football fans, of course. Like, I'm like a Rob Ryan or something that keeps getting these defensive coordinator jobs, right? <laughs> and he keeps getting all these jobs, but he always sucks and puts out like a poor defense. So like it's like Tyrion right now. Like he is like all the accolades. He keeps he's getting this big job, but he's fucking it up. Yeah. Right. I mean, like Cersei won these. However many battle, I three different. Well, to be fair, I'll, I'll put this one on Jamie because he's the one who had the good plan. I think. Yeah, um, with that team one, yeah. um, because like the other team is still focused on doing things the old way, the right way. Don't bring a foreign army onto Westeros if you like want the people to be with you when you're ready. Don't just burn King's Landing to the ground if you want to rule Westeros. Cersei's willing to burn King's Landing to the ground while she lives there. That's kind of what Alana Tyrell says later. She's like, my mistake was, like, not enough imagination. Like, I was unwilling to do anything crazy, which Cersei was willing to do. But the Casterly Rock section of this, so I called it with the sewer thing. I was like, we already knew Tyrion used to run the sewers down there. That's Mm -hmm. how they're going to get in. So I was like, all right, I called that one. But I didn't see this coming. Like, this was actually a surprise to me, what happened. I like how they did it, too. First of all, I was like, why is Tyrion just talking about this plan now? Like, he would have told them already. But it's for the show. It's fine. For the audience, you know. He's, like, like in the council room, like, telling his grand scheme. But then it's subverted by, we find out that they only have, like, a skeleton crew. Right, where the fuck are They're giving it up. Yeah. And then the Greyjoy's coming behind and burn the ships. Now people call like teleporting or whatever like fine with people moving around the board quickly at this point but i hope that euron actually split his fleet and that was like the other half because even there were literally a thousand of them i assume that would have to be i mean maybe they were gonna say that it wasn't and he somehow magically got all the way over there in time but hopefully i'm just gonna say that they split the fleet and that was a good scheme there burn the ships the unsullied are trapped there i guess so they have to walk back wherever they're gonna go did like gray worms he had some good spear action, and he just pinned that dude to the wall with a, a javelin toss. That was super dope. Uh, we'll just get him in the next Olympics here if, he's, if he makes it till then. 
so obviously they Jamie's plan was to give up Cashley Rock. I just didn't know that they don't have gold there anyway. He might not even know that as well. Um, even worse I would assume that he knows if if Tywin knew and. But Tywin didn't. I don't think told Tyrion ever. He told Cersei. Told that's Cersei, how, that's so how we would have told out. enough people. I I would assume Ty- Tyrion. And Tywin, I mean, Tyrion was in jail at that point. I believe. Yeah. So I don't know if he does know. I kind of assume he has his ears to the streets. It's just like you Maybe. you take the seat of their power away. Hopefully, I mean, you know, like we said, he's been fucking up. But so then Jamie's like, yeah, let's we'll take Highgarden now. I guess you could argue how they take that so easily because the, well the Tarleys we saw flip sides like we thought they are going to Tarley controls the Reach armies for the most part you could say that Tarley got most of all, what it would be Elena's army on his side and it would be a quick fight so it's probably only the Tyrell bannermen like the, the Tyrell and name people soldiers fighting right and they got overrun quickly I still think like it's as, not that easy to get well in the castle expected. Yeah, but, like, they probably could have held out a siege or something. But whatever, you, know, you got to move past it, get Olen off the table here. Right. And it was a good scene for her to go out on. Big fan of Diana Rigg, great actress. Yeah, she was fucking incredible. Um, yeah, she'll be missed on the show. But what do you guys think of this, her, uh, her mic drop moment here at the end? So petty, and I love it. Yeah, it was good. It made you think, like, because uh, you hadn't thought about uh, the whole thing with Joffrey in a while. So I had to think back, like, okay, who does everyone think killed Joffrey? I, I actually, like, had to look into it a little bit. People uh, still deeply believe, like, everyone but Jamie deeply believes it was Tyrion. Well, I thought Tyrion, Jamie yeah. thought it was Tyrion as well, and he did until now, right? Jamie wouldn't have freed him if he thought that he had killed his son. Jamie, Jamie freed yes. him because he knew that he didn't. Well, here's the thing. I don't... Does Jamie even care about Joffrey? I don't really think he does. Joffrey was a monster and needed to go. Uh, it, he and Cersei both in the books, like, feel very relieved. But then also, didn't uh, Littlefinger kind of tell Sansa that he did it? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Littlefinger wasn't on this with with Tyrell, but with Olena. But I assume she didn't bring that up because she's like she wants to take credit for it at the end here. You yeah. Know? Well, also they both did it. It was a plan hatch like between Olena and Littlefinger. Like, that's what I'm saying. Well, like she neither he, of them was lying. Right. Yeah. So, but I think you're saying that because he she didn't bring that up, right? Yeah. Did well, you? then he must have used it. You know, to win Sansa over, make her right. you know, kind of like him for doing that. I did see a theory, actually. This is from the book, but it's fairly similar to what happens in the show with this plot. Someone was theorizing that Littlefinger had, didn't have anything to do with Joffrey's um, death at all, and, and then just, just use it to his advantage, to mm-hmm. cre- like what you're saying with Sansa, to get her on his side. and like So, like, the theory with that is, like, he did have the plan to get Sansa out of there during the wedding, and that's what the whole the guy who turns into a fool that she's right. rescued or whatever so that was in place but it wasn't planned to kill he had no plan to kill Joffrey because if you think about it why did Littlefinger want to kill Joffrey he didn't have that good of a reason to it's super Joffrey actually helped him out a lot and gave him a lot like a lordship and all this stuff and he didn't want like a, a stable person on the throne so it does it, I see some merit in this thing. yeah I mean Joffrey was insane and needed to be gotten rid of like Littlefinger needed someone predictable at the very least on the throne that he could like deal with and get things from it's super in character for him to just take credit for something uh that that didn't happen if it's a total mystery who did it which it was i can so. see that yeah but anyway um, yeah so good scene from olena I like the line that was like uh well he he's talking about how he got this idea is like like what rob stark did to me and i learned from my mistakes or whatever and she was like well, he must be a very wise man by now then. Uh. but he didn't he says he advocated for a night up a nice respectable death for her just drinking the poison and then she still had to get it in there uh, and she downed that poison right quick like she ah. was like yeah I'm thirsty I'm smiling yeah. very broadly that was that was a good moment that was yeah. cute yeah I gotta go rewatch that scene but um that's a good one uh, and that's where the episode ended well we skipped a couple things to go back to alright well I mean I wanna get into where you think this is heading for next episode well first of all did you guys watch the the, the next week on oh yeah so, you watched it as well, Han? I did, but I'm not remembering the specifics. We had already gotten into well, they show, discussion at my watch yeah, party. They show the gold, right, that we're talking about that they get from Highgarden. Right, right, right. Okay. And they show, like, Bronn and Jamie coming in, like, marching with the Tarleys. And then you show a shot of Drogon later, I believe, Drogon. So, I'm pretty certain what's going to happen is that Danny can't stay taking these cells all, all season. God, no. And the Iron Banks wants their due, but I think it's going to get messed up. 
So I think Danny's gonna come in dragon side and, and fry a bunch of this a bunch of their army up and steal the gold. I think we're headed I think this season probably ends with uh, Field of Fire Redux. Well, I, mean, I think it's happening next Next week. episode. Based on the preview, I think. Yeah. Oh, fair. And I still think they got to do stuff up north, so they got to get this part out of the way, I'm thinking. I think for before. sure there's there's another negotiation that goes much more smoothly between, not not necessarily smoothly, but is more successful between Danny and John. Just like, hey, um, this didn't go so well the first time because I didn't need you, but now actually I lost my entire fleet and half my army is stranded, and like I do actually need your help now. But what's he? Maybe that's true. But like, what is she going to be like? I need your help now. So, what does that lead to? Like, bring me soldiers to fight from the north, and I'll give you this or that. When she could just get on the dragon and just fry him up, you know? Like, right. I still think she's doing it the old way, right? She's not ready to just. Well, maybe do she that. will be now, though. Right. Eventually, eventually she will. I don't well, know. If she doesn't know about what happened with the Unsullied this, uh, with Castle of the Rock yet. By the end of this episode, she doesn't know that. She's already pissed about the first that the first right. though. I assume this she'll be told two. next time. Yeah. Oh, also, I, that just reminded me of something. In the preview, also, we get a line from her saying, "I'm, I'm through with clever plans" or something to that effect. Right. So it's kind of it seems to be directly referencing what like Olena told her. Don't listen to these clever men. Just be a dragon. So that's also why I think it's going to happen next episode. Fair. And we're running out of time in the season for yeah. it to happen. I think events are going to move a little more slowly. Like, we, uh, there's no way for us to predict the pacing of this season. Uh, it, it's it's a super truncated season, but then everything is happening just like at a lightning pace, but also is mostly conversation still. I don't know when we see an actual fight like you're talking about. I assume it's toward the end of the season as like a big set piece. Based on the trailers, I think there's two two major fights. One is this field of fire action, which I'm calling for next episode. If not next, yeah, I'm calling for next episode based on the the, the pre or the next time on. Then we know there's going to be some fight up north with John and a bunch of people, probably the Hound and all them coming right. up. That's like the ice fight that's up up north. So. That'll probably be toward the end of the season, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll be the It would be cool if we started... uh, I know I've been out here for now three weeks in a row saying that, like, this is what I want out of the TV show, just, like, people having conversations that matter. Um, It would be cool if we started to see some swords. Yeah, I think we'll get it. Yeah. There's a whole shot from the trailer, too, of, like, Jamie. Not from the... I don't think it was in the next time on, but, like, the initial trailer when Uh the season started with Jamie, like, charging in and seeming, like, fire overhead, so that... He's probably. I don't think he's gonna die. Obviously, next episode, but I think something's gonna happen with that. Yeah, that shot's gonna be in. It's about time for something to happen. I think we're maybe. I would guess that we're maybe one or two episodes yeah. out from what you're saying might okay. happen. But your girl needs to get knocked down a peg. I mean, needs to even this back up here. Yeah, she's going to lose. It's been so nice to have her out here. I mean, I guess people think she's a villain like there are no villains in the show the, like the villain is the Night's Kings go fuck yourself it is really nice to have her just like not immediately taking L's just like oh yeah uh, I, I am formidable you forgot because I'm constantly winning in a way that seems like I'm losing but like I, I'm out here it's been good not to just have a like a paper tiger in King's Landing or a paper lion <laughs> fair uh, if we want to make horrible puns yeah D- D- Danny has a real opponent in Westeros and it's not just gonna be easy even though she has dragons I don't know that's a pun, but uh, that would be like, I'd be lying if I said Cersei wasn't a badass chick. Oh. That is worse, yeah. Well, that is a pun. <laughs> that is a pun. That's an example. I just want to ask a quick question. Uh, Go ahead, Chris Grayjohn. Cersei, Cersei, long hair or short hair? I rock with both. Um, you gotta pick one. Like a, I like a good season three long-haired Cersei, just like drunk all the time, just like being mean. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, get the short hair out of here. I don't like short hair. I mean, I, the, I, I just you, I'm you not. I'm not. The week is way better this week than it was the first two weeks of the season. You want to like the short hair, but I, I like the short. You know, the long hair is not coming back. Right. Also, that uh, what's it, well, the one who's poisoned this episode, uh, Tyene is like her. She's looking way better with that long hair as well, in my opinion. I liked her a lot with the short hair, but she she looked good in the long hair. Oh, um, what's gonna happen with Yara? Well, it's true. We could we could theorize about that. Um, oh, so a hundred percent, she's going to be strapped to the prow of his ship. Yeah, maybe that'd be cool when he goes into battle next. But they did keep her alive. So, and we did get a quick Theon scene where they pull him. I guess a couple oh, of yeah. Yara's ships obviously got away, and they, one of them pulls Theon out of the water. And he should have just lied and said something. Like, yeah, they figured him I out. I tried, or they threw me overboard, or like you know, she mm. just said she. I think she did die. I couldn't tell or something, but like yeah, so. 
why is this happening? Also, it seems like from the from the next time on, it seems like Theon's showing up at Dragon's. What I'm gonna assume is Dragonstone, with the ship that he's on now. So I'll probably meet up with John and whatever. I, and since they left Yara alive, I'm assuming it's gonna go like something like Theon's gonna still try to save her or something. Probably. And it's cool if you're on Tizer to the Prow ship, but I don't. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna see any more battles like that from here on the season anyway, though. Yeah, he's been getting a lot of burn for somebody who didn't exist two seasons ago. Right, and they already t- torched all Danny's fleets, both sides of it, I think, so right. what's he going to do right now? Okay, so that yeah, Theon barely showed up, but he got a quick quick cameo in there. Oh, so what we were talking about last week with Jorah, I wasn't really into that, how quickly he's getting healed and how easily he healed. Well, we're yeah. fucking around with time. So, like, events that are happening in the same episode as, like, last week, the events that are happening with Jorah and Sam yeah. happen in the same episode as that fight at sea but they may have happened months apart that's not what I have a problem with the the problem I kind of had was just like it's too convenient and easy for Sam just to wear in the surgery and it right away, you know yeah it made you think like a little too much in that scene I don't know if anyone else was thinking this like when he shook his hand I was like oh did he miss like a little tiny spot on his hand and now like yeah, exactly. but he's not no I don't think I don't think so I definitely more about like that's how they make you think yeah I think they just wanted to get it out of the way easily and to show. I mean, I, I, it's fine. They're showing Sam's like a prodigy. All right, fair enough. But I'm super out on Sam as fat nerd fan service. Just like his whole time at the um, what is it called? The tower, the Citadel. The Citadel. His whole time at the Citadel has just been super Harry Potter. So like everything goes right for me because I'm a boy genius. Just like ah, fuck out of here. <laughs> it's it's the worst plot on the show, and it's so important. I hate it. Well, so then. They don't kick him out, and they're like, you gotta do these, the scroll duty or whatever. He's definitely gonna learn something he's gonna learn super something valuable. Yeah. yeah. Because, again, boy genius and everything goes right for him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so tired of it, but I'm, I'm happy for Jorah. Uh, I'm really excited for him to get back into uh, Danny's King's Guard. Queen's Guard. So what do, you, what do you think Jorah's gonna actually do? I think he's gonna return to Danny and, like, be her advisor what? again. Okay. And then get killed. Oh, he's, he's definitely gonna die. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he can give her some better battle schemes than Tyrion's been cutting Oh, his uh, return of his nipple, by the way. It was, was it? I did, you were yeah. on Nipple Watch, Chris Gray? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's there. It's, That's one know, of your other duties Maybe as well. looking better than ever. I don't know. Wow, so that Sam is a, a boy genius. He really cured that nipple up. <laughs> He's, like, scarred up and shit. He's way more brolic than he was in the first couple seasons, too. Mm-hmm. He's, He's still on that. He's still on that Downton Abbey uh, kick earlier. Okay, I I never watched Down, vests. Down Abbey, so that uh, oh I can recommend uh, it. He's lovely. What's the actor's name? Ian Glenn, I believe. Yeah. What does he play on that show? Is he a similar type? Just like kind of a villain. villain. Like he just a like villain. Yeah. He's a villain in the Tomb Raider movie, if I recall. Oh. So maybe he'll mostly play as villains. I think I don't know. He's not like super villain. He's just like kind of a Lannister about shit. Maybe he'll turn villain in Game of Thrones. Definitely not. I don't yeah. see how it's gonna happen, but I mean. Unless Danny's the villain. Well, here's how it could happen. I, this is this will never happen, but here's how it could work. He he finally gets back to the Khaleesi. Now who's who's parking uh, there this time? <laughs> Good old Jon Snow, and Danny. I'm sure is gonna be infatuated with him, or that's going. So George just snaps. He's lost it at this point. <laughs> Fuck you, Snow. Give me my sword back. I'm gonna run you through with this sword. I'm just. I'm being the Khaleesi's husband. And then she just has to burn him alive with the dragon. God damn <laughs> This is that alt fiction here. Yeah. I think it is set up for, like, when Jorah gets there, Longclaw is rightfully his. John feels a way about it, like, decides that, like, he should have Longclaw because, yeah. like, whatever, because I, I do everything the right way. But then it's okay because Sam took the one from his dad. So it's fine. Yeah. John still has a way. He wants a dragon glass sword probably anyway. Well, I think that Jorah is just going to be like, it's not my sword. Like, it's yours now. Like, we kind of talked about that last yeah, time, I think. I so, think so. I, I don't think it's going to be an issue. But Jorah probably die at some point. I don't know if this season. Maybe He's for sure going to die. He'll, he'll die saving her. Jorah and the Hound are, like, my A number one. Like, you guys are going to die. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I really do think the, and Hound, the Hound has to fight his... His Franken Mountain brother, so I don't think he's dying till that happens. Really <sighs> I, don't, I don't think really we're gonna don't. get that. I really do think we are. I hope we do. It'll be awesome. The careers of this show now, like I think I mentioned this already, but like they are like it's not like George R. R. Martin shit anymore, where things you don't want to happen, you want to happen, don't doesn't work out. Like that's a GRRM thing, but yeah, we said that last too. Benny Off and Weiss thing. Yeah, You're right. So I talked about it already, but uh, all right, I won't, I won't go back down that road right now. Then 
I think there's only one other kind of scene or set of scenes that we didn't talk about yet, which is Bran and Sansa. Can we talk about how last week I said, like, oh, Bran's going to come back and, like, someone's going to tell him that he is the king of the north, like, obviously. Or he's the lord of Winterfell. Right, right. And he's literally going to say, I can't do that, I'm the three-eyed raven. And you guys were like, that would be stupid, no one would believe that. Those are the words he (laughs) said in the episode. You did say that, but I don't think we said that would be stupid. You didn't say that he was going to be the most boring character ever. Ah, okay. Uh, for the union, where he's just like, I don't know if this is boring though. I was like creeped out by him. Honestly, yeah, it's yeah, super yeah. creepy. <laughs> Two things here: they hired a kid actor. It didn't work out. Not everyone's Canon Shipka. I don't think he's a bad actor necessarily. I mean, I, it may not have worked out. Like he's like Two, he's doing what he's, I think he's supposed to. do. Right, and the character creepy, is living every moment there, all at yeah. once. Yeah. Uh, so like he wasn't all there for that conversation. That makes sense. Nice Kieran Shipka reference though. Mad Men Forever. I like. She is a good actress. But uh, let's get her a new show, by the way. But anyway, Sans is giving him a hug, and he's like, just 100 yards there or whatever. (laughs) And then, why is he... So why would he possibly choose... Like, theoretically, he has any memory of creeping on his sister through the Ravens or whatever, through through time. Why is he bringing up this one specific? I guess because they're sitting there, and that's where that wedding took place. But still, come on, man. Bring this up right now. The easy answer is the writers wanted to, like wanted him to show the gravity of the situation and just like no I have this magic power and it's super important that I do not just like become Lord of Winterfell I cannot do that what I have to do is way more important than this and we're not gonna have like a family thing because like my duty or whatever yeah I remember the the worst night of your life I saw it I watched it so it's like <laughs> let the boy watch I really want I don't know how to do photoshop and shit like that but I really want just to make the I really want to make a meme so you know the Theon face when he's forced to watch the wedding the mm-hmm. betting thing whatever oh, and he's like crying whatever I want I want like a brand's dead eyed stare circled in right next to it <laughs> <laughs> someone make that for me crying Jordan yeah, yeah. it's basically basically <laughs> but it's not crying like Theon's the crying Jordan <laughs> Bran is just like the dead eye the dead eye <laughs> Brand is the Lance Stevenson blowing in your ear. <laughs> yeah, basically that could be a, that could be a good one. Blowing in your ear, but there's a bubble, like a word bubble that says like I saw this. Um, God damn it. So I feel bad for Sansa because like I know who's coming up next to Winterfell. Or Arya's gonna be coming up. I think we see a shot of that. Yeah, in I think the, next, the next episode time on too. So first of all, on one hand, she got it. Well, first of all, she's got her on shit because. Johnson was supposed to be in charge, left her in charge. She's doing a pretty good job, it would seem like. Mm. And she's got the maester. That maester, by the way, he, he lucked out of, of anyone. Like He's like, I, I got free of the Boltons who didn't Weird. get killed somehow, and now I got better people to serve. But he's so, also like totally inept. Uh, How long was the last winner in the last hundred years like that? you got to know. Yeah, come on, man. Well, he, he's probably has PTSD as well. Mm. But um, he, you know, he's the one who theoretically had to uh, get Theon... Uh, post castration and keep her alive but then who else, who knows what else Ramsey experiments he had cooking up at the Dreadfort but um and then the uh, Lord Royce is like impressed by her as well and Littlefinger is trying to give her all the advice though and that's when Bran came in but so like on one hand Sans is doing alright there but now she's got to deal with little brother who's like you know is the three-eyed raven what does this mean he can see everything that's fucked now she's going to be dealing with Arya, who's a straight-up psychopath coming in. Like, this is a lot for Sansa to deal with. I feel bad for her. Right. It's going to be brutal. You you have these family reunion moments, and they seem sweet at first, but, like, no, we're not a family. Like, none of us are the same person that we were when, like, this happened. Like, before this, all this happened, anyway. Yeah. It's going to be a tearjerker, I bet. So you're you're a betting man. I mean, you're betting on this death thing. Or oh, yeah. Well, let's take bets here. Will we go three for three with Sansa Hogg? She gave Jon Snow a big one last season when he came in mm. when she came in Check brand. she gave she tried on Bran who not great reciprocation there but she gave it a go is she gonna give Arya a hug when Arya comes in obviously when the last time they saw each other they were on good terms years so ago. rule of threes you'd say it's a little more standoffish than that right like it, something has to be different the third time we, we see this same thing happen um, but also like they're sisters and like they haven't seen each other in a long time and they thought each other were dead sure they're probably going so you're, to hug. you're going voting yes on hug. It's not the most artistic thing, but yeah. Chris Greyjoy, what's your vote? There's got to be a hug, a little music, you know, because no one's seen Arya. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna say no on the hug. I'm I'm gonna bet on no. No hug. See if you guys are right. But uh, let's extend it. When Arya comes in, will she even look like Arya? Will she come in 
rock in her own face, or is she gonna Ooh, I slide didn't in? Even think you know? about that. Probably so. But would anyone even freaking recognize her anyway? Has been years. Yes, everyone Sansa thinks would. most people think she's dead. I guess Sansa probably would. Maybe Brienne, I guess, because she saw her. Yeah, Brienne definitely would. Podrick saw her, I guess, too. All right, so she probably. I think she might come in uh, disguise, maybe. Yeah, Who knows? Though? Probably. I don't know. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about from the Queen's Justice? I just want to ask really quickly. Like, I'm obsessed with the character Cersei Lannister because she's the best and most interesting character. In That's the show. well documented. Um, yeah. like, what what are you guys like heavy hitters? Like, who who are you out here for? I mean, Jamie just so disappointing to me because he's my favorite cool. character from the book. I still like the actor a lot on the show, so it makes me like him even though he's not doing what I want him to. You're a fan of Nickelodeon roller coaster woo woo. Yeah, is that your cute uh, name for the yeah. actor? Nicolage. So I'm rooting for him to f- turn, especially when he's talking to the Queen of Thorns there and she's like telling it like it is. Like, Cersei will be the death of you. I, you really do love her, it's obvious, whatever. Like, wake the fuck up, man. Right. Get up out of here. So I'm I'm there for that. But in terms of like taking over, I, I, I guess I'm on Team Jon Snow because starting out the show, I never would have thought that. Like, you like to call him like the, the capital R right guy or whatever. Right. But, like, he is more compelling to me than he used to be, for sure. He's so important, too. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm i rooting for him more than Daenerys or Cersei. I mean, I like, Cersei's know. great, but I don't, I don't, I'm not rooting for her. Yeah, I'm a Jon Snow guy as well. I'm out here for Tyrion, though. I don't right. know if it's going to work out for him, but I feel like he's got com- something coming his way. And I think it might be a good thing. I don't know, man. That Rob Ryan defense from Tyrion, I don't... I'm not feeling him anymore. Like, he's he's disappointed. My boy Jamie got the better of him this time, so, you know. I don't know. I want to see them have a reunion, though. Maybe that'll make... Get, bump Tyrion back up in my eyes. We'll see. Yeah. I did like their, the banter with Jon Snow. You know, this episode was good, so... Yeah. He's always good for that. Yeah. Well, he's a little too clever by half sometimes, so we'll see. Bump him down a peg. Okay. Alright guys, well hopefully we'll be back to talk Season 7, Episode 4 next week And uh, I think I'm predicting some Field of Fire action We'll see if that pans out We'll see what the hug situation is We'll see what my gift situation is We'll see if I get any more titles But I am, you know, it is The king of the pod and in the pod Drew, signing off here For the Small Council Podcast Please do subscribe, if you're not To Brooklyn Rebound Network Just go to iTunes or whatever you use for podcasts Type in Brooklyn Rebound Network. Hit subscribe. Gonna throw in a quick plug in for another show we're doing now. Voices in your head. That's if you like improv, comedy, impersonations. It's something I'm gonna do with my boy Padnam and our great friend Aaron Rosen, a great impressionist. So voices in your head. Subscribe to that too. Give that a try. And like I said, we'll hopefully be back next week to talk more of these thrones. Peace. We're out. Mm-hmm.